When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys, bad news. What happened? David Attenborough. What? Oh, no. He... He's dead. Dead tired of doing the intros to these shows. Doing the intros. I thought that was really funny. That's... That was really good. No, we're keeping it. We're keeping it. It's fun. Okay. Dead tired of doing intros to these shows, so we're going to take a little break. Now, yeah. before you've heard us start our witty banter and blads <laughs> chat. Blad chat. Uh, bladder chat. Um, new podcast coming on Headstuff soon, Bladder Chat. Um, I'm pissing! That's a little trailer for it. <laughs> You've probably heard an ad. Now, we don't care about that ad. We don't care about that ad. Uh, who was it? It was AIB? Yeah, probably AIB. Um, um, yeah, guys, move in with your family and save up for a gaff. The Long Mile Road. You know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. We don't we, care about the AIB and the Long Mile Road. But what we do have is an ad for a business that's very close to me and Tony's heart. Hey, we like to support local businesses here. Mm. We're not being paid for this. This is totally unsolicited. And actually, do you know what? If they probably found out we were doing this ad, they'd probably say, hey, stop. We don't want to be associated with your brand. But either way, Indigo and Cloth have just launched a new cafe. Mm. Indigo and Cloth, you might know, is the fucking best menswear shop in Temple Bar. Best men's shop in Dublin. Uh, and they've just launched a new cafe. And people always ask us, Tony, Jago, how do you become leaders in podcasting and also, you know, do all the research you do for the cryptids? It's energy from it's coffee. Enemas. enemas. Coffee enemas. Coffee enemas. And we buy that coffee uh, at uh, the cafe. In the, in the cloth. cloth. And then after we clean ourselves off, we wear the clothes. <laughs> Sorry about that, Andy. And now oh, the ninja. And a brand new theme. Girl, you're such a sexy beast. You're such a sexy beast. Are you a luckless monster? Or are you Bigfoot? Cryptic, supernatural vampire, banshee, Tony and Jago. Oops, is Owen Dago. Hey, 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 coming after me. Who the fuck said you could laugh at me? Smack with me. Who the Bigfoot think he could stab with me? Blasphemy. You could dare you come at me with a Bigfoot dick and a luckless monster pussy? Hey, now you sexy beast. So that is uh, a fan-made uh, intro, which we got this morning. I texted Tony straight away, and I was like, listen to this. It's amazing. Tristan from- Carroll, baby. Exactly, Tristan Carroll. Um, he said to us, it's a bit like uh, Mike Shinoda from Linkin Park, if he was from Kildare for some reason. <laughs> and which is, pre- which is, you can't fault that. It's pretty spot on. It is part of the Sexy Bees 2.0. We are more extreme. We are more obnoxious. Mm. Air horn, air horn, air horn, dab emoji. If you have any sort of musical interlude or maybe a new jingle you want to throw at us, just send it straight into email us straight into us at sexybeespod at gmail.com. Please <gasps> do. And we got a new theme song. But look, people are probably people are probably listening to this thinking, what the hell is going on? Welcome to Sexy Beasts. You're free into the menagerie of the unexplained. Every single podcast is devoted to a specific creature, cryptid, monster, and using our patented F-E-C-S analysis. We rate and review the beast against all the other creatures in the Premier Crypt. And then we end up with a total leaderboard. And then we compete team on team in a game of monster top trumps. And listen all the way to the end because we'll be tagging out the show uh, with a bit of freak encounters where we get your submitted stories about a time you came in contact with something really weird. Most likely a ghost. My name is Tony Camwell. I am uh, one of Ireland's leading social influencers. And my co-host is always uh, amateur cryptozoologist and all-around good guy, Mark Jago. 
You can't. Oh, I was about to say, oh, I was expecting some sort of paedophile joke or wipe my arse joke. Why would I say that? Because the news, uh, the documentary. Don't talk about MJ. Okay. Don't Mark, talk about MJ. Mark Jago. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> so when we did that Ouija board and it said MJ is a pedo, 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 it was talking about you. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, we're here, we're talking about the ninja. But yeah, I do no, know. No, 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 it's not me. I do know what you said. I do <laughs> <laughs> Are you beautiful? I don't know. We throw that around too much, you know. Yeah, people listen, get uh, using pedo so casually. We have such a disconnect. Mm. You know when people are like, you know when people say like, eat shit to someone, yeah. and then someone's like, oh my god, that's gross. Like because they they probably like see in their head yeah, people. Someone's like, oh, shit. what am I doing? Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, so I have the same similar disconnect with pedo. It's just something where I just. Uh, Similar disconnect. I don't. I don't. I don't think about. I don't mm. think about. It. I just think of it as a as a. Obviously, as a, it's a horrible. It's a horrible name. thing, and we probably shouldn't be saying it. Out, so. <laughs> yeah, we're getting really deep here. Okay. Anyway, MJ, no MJ. Uh, this the MJ in this room uh, is Mr. Is, Jesus. Is Mr. The Jesus one and only, and Mr. not a pedo. Um, we're talking about the ninja. The ninja now. Okay, am I at the party? Like, go to the party, or like, do you want to go to the party right now? Yeah. You're jumping straight in. Jump straight in. Okay. Um, Sophia Coppola has invited you up to a cool Japanese loft. Mm. Um, she has paired you off with someone who is a photographer and said, I think you really get on with these guys, mm. but you're not having good chat at all. So in a lull in the conversation, you bring up something else. I just walk over and I'm like, oh, so photography, have you ever taken a picture of a ninjen? I don't understand. Uh, a ninjen. Uh, it's a ninjen. literally translates to human in Japanese. Uh, <laughs> pretty funny. Um, but uh, but it is anything. It's but it is anything far from human. Um, it's a colossus creature that was found in the tail end of the 19th century, right, close to the 20th century. Um, it's supposed to be up to 60 to 90 feet tall, humongous, blubbery, whale-like creature with long appendages and tentacle-like fingers. It has a torso and a face like human, but only has two black eyes and a slit for a mouth. Would it be very rude if I just left and spoke to someone else? Not really. Tell me more about what you love about the ninja. What's your favorite part about the ninja? I like his big slender arms, man. <laughs> Is what? this a Jamaican? T- <laughs> I don't know. The guy was a different from a different country every time he spoke. I like the look of this thing yeah so i didn't really know a lot about this you sort of put put me onto it and i sort of looked it up and i was like okay this looks like a freaky foot that melted in the heat it was a bit and then i sort of read into it saw a few artists interpretations of it and i was like this thing is sort of like powerful it's super spooky because essentially what you're looking at is is a kind of whale-like torso so Mm. kind of a merman uh, torso person, more person, more more person. Yes, you got something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> more persons, please. A uh, kind of a mer person, um, with kind of like a, a big, you know, kind of roundy kind of head, mm. little slit mouth, vacuous eyes, and big long, long arms t- and arm claws. claws. Yeah, so, so essentially, you'd be looking at like what's it looks like a whale, but like a man's top. Mm. Um, there's different descriptions of it describing it as having uh, its feet sort of form a mermaid's tail as it swims but mm. if it gets out of the water uh, the feet sort of rearrange themselves to be like actual human feet you know what uh, I mean like, like Ariel yeah sort of like Ariel except he has a voice um, hello sorry there's some sounds coming in the sounds coming in the ones and twos um, 
So but what appealed to me about this thing, Mark Jago, is looking at pictures of it, it looked like a kind of slender man or slender merman. Oh, nice. If, if, if I do so pun. I think this would be an absolute class Pixar movie. Really? Yeah, sort of in the vein of Iron Giant. Uh, a Japanese boy isn't brought to the Antarctic. Sorry, um, I keep, we keep talking about Japanese. Basically, Japanese people would Antarctic explorers were the first people to sure. see this. That's why we're bringing it up. Yeah. But like, yeah, a, a boy is brought up with his father who's an Arctic explorer and he sees this white creature. It's like... And in the end... You look, it reminds me of kind of BMO. Or be, 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 B-Max. Be, yeah, that's what it is. Jesus, mm. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. In the end, it's friendship was the true monster. <laughs> <laughs> it was friendship. That killed, killed the, the beast. beast. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, looking at this thing, you know, it. It. I mean, I mean, I, I don't. I don't know where to get. Do you know? We should. We just. Should we just break it into our little subcategories? Is there anything else you would like to talk about it up top before we break into our smaller categories? This is uh, this is the first one that sort of it was. It took off huge on the internet as mm. a way of because it is a relatively new creature. Uh, a new sighting, a, a new, new sighting. Yeah, like a lot of the stuff we talk about is relatively old. It's been mm. wood carvings and uh, leprosy and stuff. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but this one was like uh, expanded over the internet pretty quickly. Um, but besides that, I think we should jump straight in to a little bit of fucking, a fucking fighting man. Ah, uh, fighting. This thing's 90 fucking feet long. Yeah, it's fucking massive. Even if it was a terrible fighter, it's still, by accident, could kill you. I mean, this thing, 90 foot long, has been seen to get get on land. Mm. Uh, so can presumably breathe underwater. Long fucking claws. Possibly telepathic, because dolphins are. <laughs> Thick, blubbery skin. Just about to say that. Ice, uh, ice resistance. Ice resistance. Yeah, pressure resistance because it's been seen at deep uh, levels in underneath the Arctic. Arctic. And also up as well. So, you know, it can also tolerate. It's not like, because you know you see those weird kind of anglerfish. And you take them above and they just f- fall apart. Blobfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of blobfish, this is completely unrelated. Do you know uh, Wally was meant to be like, Wally was supposed to fight against all these creatures, these aliens called the gels. And it turns out the gels were humans. Wally. Yeah. Wally. The movie Wally. Yeah. He was supposed to be fighting against these aliens called the gels. I read the original script. Um, and then the gels just turned out to be humans. Like I know they sort of had that similar story, but that would mean it wouldn't have been a kids' movie. That doesn't sound at all like the movie Wa- Wally. It does. They were meant to be fighting gels. What? So basically <laughs> You're gonna might have to cut this all out. So basically Wally was dragged into a war between uh, the robots on Earth and these aliens that were trying to take Earth that would look like big floating gel blobs, oh. like blobfish. They look like oh, cool! And it turns out the blobfish were actually humans, and they end up working together. That's but that's not the plot of Wally. Well, they've lost all their bones in Wally. Ah, See, so it's sort of along the evolutionary tract. I read or I heard on a podcast recently. I was listening to Scott Ackerman was talking about how he wrote for Shark Tale, and he was saying that in, with animated movies. Sometimes up to 70% of the movie is written around essentially what they've done as a tech demo. So 70% is written around what they can do. So like Brave, it was probably written around Her hair. the fact that they have, they're have they able to do really cool hair stuff. Yeah. And Monsters, Inc. was probably written around the fact that they could do these kind of follicles. And like uh, apparently like Finding Nemo 2 was done based around, a lot of it based around how they could do the octopus getting out of the bowl and doing the kind of stealth scene. 
So really, uh, yeah, that's kind of uh, weird. Yeah, and I think also, I think uh, I saw um, on Facebook uh, someone had put a thing comparing the original art design for the Popeye movie and the background characters of the Hotel Transylvania Two when they're on a cruise. Yeah, so. The idea was maybe that that got canned, and then they were able just to reuse a lot of footage. So basically, for, instead of the movie having its merits being uh, write it and then work from that, it's literally like, okay, we can do this really cool thing with underwater scenes. Well, they they always do seem to have some different tech demo yeah. aspect to it. So, what do you think uh, Secret Life of Pets is? Because uh, I literally just watched it about two days ago, and they replaced uh, Louis C.K. In that was his first one. Oh, you watched the second one? Yeah. No, I've already seen the first one. I haven't seen the second one. Sorry. So I said this. Uh, the reason I said this is because I watched Wreck-It Ralph, and there's a lot of Ralphs that turn into a giant Ralph. And it's very impressive technology, because they're all kind of huddled together. There's yeah. There's like thousands of them. Oh, so you think that that's... That's what I'm assuming. Yeah. Because it's not a very good film. <laughs> Back to fighting. <laughs> fighting. That was me actually bringing it off time. Usually it's you going Usually off. Usually it's me. Yeah. Um, okay, but another thing. This thing's got a skinny little mouth, mate. Okay. Can't, can't, eat, can't eat you, mate. You can't eat you. Oh, he's only got a skinny little mouth. A lot of the he's <laughs> got a skinny mouth. Yeah, so, the, but the thing is, a creature that size would have to do something. So maybe like a bit like uh, basking sharks or basking whales, he absorbs a lot of krill in his mouth. He has some sort of filter. Well, unlike us, we got no filter. Hey, hey, fucking Trump, fucking prick. Everyone's a prick. Is not me. Yep. Um, I don't think this thing looks aggressive. You saw it. This. Slend Merman, if I could coin a phrase. Uh, you saw this as a kind of a jolly Pixar character. Yeah, this is the thing. Like a lot of the, the this thing does not seem aggressive to me. Yeah, exactly. A lot of the interactions between folks seem to be sort of they start lit and it just fucking pegs it. You know, so it's a fucking coward. It, it could be a coward, but the thing is, like cowards are the best fighters. That doesn't make that make any sense. If I dropped it in and I had no way of escaping uh, against, say, the Dobraku, like. It's food. Fuck it up. It would eat it, even if it's tiny little mouth. You have to think of it like a slender mouth. Sixty feet creature is still probably the size of a small car. A slender mouth does not a slender merman make. Uh, if if you'd like to coin a phrase, I would. Um, then I've given this a much lower score than I probably should. You're right. It's fucking huge. It could probably give you a little smack. It could accidentally beat you. You know, it could accidentally. It beat could you. be trying to not hurt you and kill you. It could be trying to just pick you up, put you somewhere, and... I mean, it has big claws. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't... I don't know. This thing... This thing doesn't seem to be particularly I'll say a few more things about this, okay? So, apparently, it it was um, spotted down, deep down the ocean. It can survive extreme pressures, but when it was startled, it swam off of spe- speeds of up to 30 kilometers an hour, which is insanely fast for a huge 90-foot creature. I suppose it you know is. What I mean? And if it is sort of like an aquatic creature, aquatic creatures are known to sort of like test prey before they attack it, so they'll be like grabbing it and be like, can I eat mm. this? Imagine that the 90-foot creature just grabbing it and be like, you're dead. Um, I don't know, man. I just I just can't get behind this thing looking aggressive. This I, I feel like I could be able to like... I just think it, I I'd be standing there at the theater of screams, and you know me I'm six foot four. <laughs> so say I'm six <laughs> foot four and this thing's ninety foot. So this yeah. thing's a good, you know, whatever eighty four foot taller than me as a six foot four man tall man. So I'd be looking up at this thing 
and I would probably just like I reckon I could just show this thing like a picture of its ma or something like that and mm. it would be like or just read uh, Moby Dick to it <laughs> yeah it's like oh yeah I stabbed the whale and he'd be like this thing just looks like a big he looks like Mr. Soft he's a big, big soft. he's a big soft ice cream but thinking about this Stay Puff Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters he was a big softy. He was a big softy. And he caused untold damage. Do you know what's weird? I watched Ghostbusters recently. Hmm? And they... Zool. Yeah. Uh, there is no Dana. There is no Dana. No, that's not... So then it's not the gatekeeper. Who's the other one? Who's the... Uh, Keymaster. No, Keymaster. Zool. Fucking which one's... Which one's the it's one the who comes out? And which one's the one who looks like Pat Benatar? Uh, that's Zool. Out? That's Zool, okay. Yeah. So Zool shows up... And then it's like, choose your destroyer. Yeah. And then she disappears, and then the Marshmallow Man shows up. They kill the Marshmallow Man. Yeah. And Zool doesn't come back. She was, the, Zool was the Marshmallow Man. Did she, like, that's who the form she took to destroy the world. That's what I always assumed. Right. Right, so she, she was giving him a choice to choose. The first choice I would have chose her, I would have destroyed her. I would have thought, oh, shit. Why, why do you think, say you're in the ghost, Ghostbusters, yeah. like choose your destroyer and it's the first thing you think of and the thing you're not trying to think of? Um, uh, patient on life support. What? <laughs> Just pull the plug. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, not so, no, because it would be something that like, you, you'd, you'd end up thinking because you, you wouldn't be able to Oh, the first thing that would come into your head. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Not if you got to choose. Oh, if I got to choose. If, all right. So, so, so. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> choose your destroyer. <laughs> beep, beep. Uh, okay, ask me that question. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to ask you a different question first. Right. Okay. Um, are you looking forward to Captain Marvel? I am, yeah. I'm Choose gonna... your destroyer. Oh, fuck a cat. A giant cat that came into my head just because there's a cat in that movie. A giant cat? Yeah. We'd be fucked. You'd be absolutely fucked. A giant cat would fuck the shit out of this thing. Yeah. Because this is basically just like uh, sentient phlegm. Look, this thing... Look, we're, we're, we're skirting around the issue. This thing is a beluga whale. It's a fucking beluga whale. Yeah, but beluga whales are vicious. And they're not. I've never read uh, any sort of attacks by any beluga whales. Um, oh, actually, my background on my phone is a beluga whale. <laughs> oh my god, it is. Yeah. Do you know why? Because beluga whales actually have six packs. Oh my god. Yeah. The body on that. Yeah, he's you ripped. also sent me a beluga whale with knees. Yeah. So beluga whales underneath their blubber have like human-shaped legs with knees in it, and when they're resting in the water, they sort of pull them up like in fetal position. Right. Look, we're getting into evidence yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. I give this a fighting of six. I give it a fighting of six too. What? Yeah. I thought you were going to give it fucking loads. You were kept talking about how big it was. I was playing devil's advocate. Very good, Mark Jago. I love you so much. Right here's evidence. fucking evidence go on google maps type in 27 36 14.5 s and then also type 15 29 19.8 e and then find google maps that links to the year 2008 because that's when the picture is visible and you will see you will see the ningen you will see the ningen off the coast of namibia up Namibia, which is very far away from the Arctic, where it's supposed to live. What's it, which one's top or bottom, Arctic or Antarctic? Uh, Arctic holds on tight, Antarctic pulls down their tights. What? Yeah. What? Uh, do, 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 do. Oh, no, that's stalactites and stalagmites. 
Stalic mites hold on tight and Stalic tights pull down their tights. <laughs> Arctic hold on tight. Antarctic pull down their tights. Pull down their tights. Great. Oh man, my brain is fried. I know, today. yeah. Namibia's Namib- Namib- south. Is it? I thought Namibia was pretty. Uh, listen, uh, geography wasn't my best subject. It's cool. Well, anyway, but, if yeah. you go on Google Maps, you will see the thing that looks exactly like the ninja. Yeah. Not now, unfortunately. Not in 2019. But if you happen to be able to access the 2008 version of Google Earth, I'm sure there's you some sort of uh, archives of, of like old ancient Google Earth. There is. There, you can go onto like archive street views, but for some reason you can't. I couldn't seem to get a satellite view that would show mm. me the, the the ninja. But I fully believe it was there. Now, it's funny you should say you shouldn't. You can't get a street view of the Ningen, Ningen, whatever it's called. Um, basically, this, the evidence it's a bit hit and miss with. Uh, this, but what the story behind the evidence really gets my go. So, okay, so basically, this is a magazine called Moo, which is used to MU, uh, mm-hmm. like Muji, um, is used to like give information about paranormal activity and stuff mm-hmm. like this. And the story was first sort of popularized in this magazine and became huge. And then eventually the internet picked it up and they sort of people were uh, like um, researching it and trying to find copies of it. But then there was a second wave of really badly done Photoshop <laughs> like terrible like and people were like this is obviously fake people are doing this mm-hmm. and then apparently from the inside the the people who've actually claimed to have seen it and have witnesses from the original sightings from the original crew and all were visited by shady MIB agents oh. and, and told that their sightings would bring like dishonor and sort of shame on their family and it was like it was an embarrassment for themselves and then there was another sort of story that came that these shit photoshops <laughs> came from the actual government themselves to try and discredit the people who actually had seen it. Like fucking, like Alex Jones. Like Alex. They're trying to make Alex Jones out to be the to be the madman. To be fair, like gay frogs. <laughs> yeah. Although, to be honest, he hasn't said anything weirder than we've said on this show. So That's, that's pretty true. But, the but thing- when the MIBs are around, then... Sorry. The intro's too long. Anyway, it's going to be Men in Black. But the thing is, that would be a clever idea. It's a bit like the Matrix theory that the Matrix, the movie, was created to stop us from thinking that it actually exists. Yeah, but like that's kind of like very, it's a very, very specific thing to kind of guess. Uh, But like, no, loads of people thought we we were living in a simulation before the Matrix movie came out. And then the Matrix movie came out, and when people mentioned it again, they were like, Dust a bleeding movie with the Neo. (laughs) Who's this new character? Um, George down the George. I don't know. George down the road. George hey, Jay. George down the road. What's your favorite film? Oh, not the Blading Matrix. What the Blading Neo? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have more from George next week. This is England. Ah, <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> you spoiled it. Um, oh. oh. <laughs> but that whole um, simulation theory. I mean, that's apparently something that you can read about in the fucking, you know, in. Indian texts of the idea of consciousness that it kind of stems mm. from something else that we're all pooled together from a collective consciousness or whatever. I haven't looked into it, but that's my little soundbite on the issue. Um, you always got to be, you know, you always got to be on, you always got to be on fucking guard when you hear the MIB is around. Around, because like, yeah. Because even the people who were on the first Japanese expedition who saw this alleged 90-foot man with a whale's tail, mm. slender merman, if I may coin a phrase, um, took photos and had their photos removed, removed yeah. allegedly. Deleted off their Once camera. they came back to Japan. And it was specifically the Japanese government 
who said, yeah, it's like, don't do that. It's going to embarrass us. Which, uh, yeah, appar- apparently uh, another insider, sure, unverified, said that they actually have a species or dead species of this. Because, you know, the Japanese are mad for their whaling. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, this would be unreal if you could just whale this. Whale this. Whale this. Well, we did see if um, people happen to see Alex Jones go absolutely crazy on Joe Rogan's podcast. He was talking about interbreeding uh, animals and humans. Uh, could this potentially be a, anim- a human sperm whale beluga boy? Someone got lonely in the Antarctic or Arctic, wherever they get the room. <laughs> and then Antarctic, Antarctic, pull down tights. Pull down tights, Antarctic. Yeah. Antarctic. Yeah, it could be. Well, a, a more popular theory is it is an offshoot of evolution. Uh, so basically, our ancestors went further north. They developed instead of blubber they got a bit fatter and stuff like that and then eventually they fell into the sea and then they couldn't get out and then they just grew tentacles well the thing is the thing that that this gives this is kind of gifted a bit of a bonus because it's in the sea and we can't prove I mean we gave Mokele and Bembe a little bit of a bonus because it was in a dense jungle mm. a fucking dinosaur in a dense jungle this well, you know, we actually know more about Mars than we actually do our own oceans. So, you know, I know. Fucking anything down there, you know. I want a pint of Heineken. Who's that? This is a new character. Southsider. <laughs> Southside George. <laughs> Southside George, what's your favorite pint? Oh, I love it. I love a b- apple cider. <laughs> a bino. Um So, the thing that this has going for it is that we only know 20% of the marine life. Mm. We only can assume 20% of the marine and life. And another thing that sort of been brought up there since this is like uh, climate change uh, it could be an ancient creature that was frozen in a mm. huge glacier and because of climate change like and global warming which totally exists by the way and if you don't think it exists you're an idiot also if you're an anti-vaxxer please turn off the show um, hey whoa let's not let's not you know, <laughs> you know, like a, I'm getting angry now I'm standing on my soapbox but mm. yeah so the climate change has changed and this has melted out and like there could be like one of this left it could be the last of its species and Pixar make a movie about it. <laughs> the last ninjen. Yeah. Um, there or... won't be another ninjeneration to come. <laughs> yes. Very good. People have also speculated this may be a USO. United Submarine. Uh, unidentified o? submersible oh. object. Uh, the aquatic equivalent of a UFO said to be able to soar through the air and plunge through the ocean with equal ease. And these things have apparently even been reported by um, Christopher Columbus. Ooh. Apparently saw one. Uh, but, you know, he's a murderous... Uh, colonizer. Colonizer. Yeah, a rapist as well. And a rapist as well. So, I mean, could it be a USO? Could this thing... Look, we're, we're skirting around the issue. It's a beluga whale. It's it, either a beluga whale or it's an iceberg. Or it's an aquatic slot uh, evolved from... Yeah, what was this aquatic slot thing I was reading online? I'm yeah. not buying that shit. Uh, so there's a giant slot called the Tala Talaascus. We've actually had this one on the oh, show we before. Did. And they, for some reason, someone was like, it could have just learned to swim and turned white. And I was like, okay, well, that's, doesn't, that's not... Good. Yeah, it's, it's probably a beluga whale. But I think the story behind... The actual evidence is pretty good about the whole MIB coming into it. I think that's I a more interesting story than the actual thing. It would have been good if we had actually read the whole story and we had that uh, to hand and we could do that. But because we don't, although the Google Maps thing is quite convincing. If you mm. do go to that location, you can see a thing that looks like a whale with big long arms and a little head. But the thing is, what we're talking about now, back in the old days, people were talking about the Kraken and stuff like that. And 
like giant squids recently got well in our in human history only recently got found the goblin shark was found that they thought was dead for 50 million years and it sure. only came around like last three years there's a chance that there's something fucking whopper in the ocean see this is where this is where we we sometimes we need to you know decide on what what we consider good evidence what we did consider like we had the whole the chupacabra. Yes, the chupacabra does exist, but it is a mangy dog. Yeah. Yes, the kraken does exist, but it is a giant squid. It has to be this the crazy it's version. It's got to be a cryptid. Very good. It's got to be very okay. good. Sorry. Yeah. So, what evidence did you give? I give it an evidence of four. I give this an evidence of six. Jesus, I'm not deferring to you. Actually, do you know what I will defer to you because oh. it does kind of look like because we if you go down the, the the Kraken route, if you go down the Kraken route, then this is just another thing that is just something hasn't been re- really been discovered. Mm. But do you know what? I I feel a bit disappointed. Do you know what? Actually, no, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it in cool. But I do defer to you. Mm. Uh, do you have my song again? You need to send it to me. Oh, I have sent we it to have, you hundreds of times. No, you haven't. You keep sending it to me on WhatsApp. I can't play it off WhatsApp. Send it to me via email. Okay, I have to get Jordan, the guy who helped me write it. Yeah. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. (laughs) You're playing my one again. I defer to you. Tony. You've made such a compelling argument. I defer to you. I'm so dumb. I can't even wipe my own ass. I defer to you. I tried to grab my phone, but I'm so dumb. I ended up grabbing a cactus. That was great. I defer to you. I defy to you, yeah. Oh, very soulful. You like that? Yeah. I'm, I'm practicing singing. Hey guys, my name is Tom Morn and I am the host of Personality Bingo, an alternative interview podcast on the Headstuff Podcast Network. The premise is simple. It's 60 minutes on the clock, 60 balls in the bingo machine and 60 corresponding questions from anything from do you believe in ghosts? Do you cry often? And have you ever had a near death experience? The guests are really wide ranging from actors, comedians, songwriters. We've had it all. If that sounds like something that would be up your street, come and check out. Personality Bingo with Tom Moore. Anyway, uh, is it cool though? Cool, baby. <laughs> I think it's cool if it lives in the Arctic. <laughs> what instrument is that you have? Uh, a laser guitar. <laughs> Do you know what? I actually wrote down here. <laughs> laser uh, guitar? It's like... Uh, it's so cool if it lived in the Arctic and it paused for Tony to slag me. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that. Hey, I can't. I, I might, I might st- I'm going to steal that joke. Yeah. Um, Mark Jago, I thought this thing was cool. I thought this thing was cool mm. because I expected by yeah. looking at it, it looks like a. I suppose you could not to coin a phrase a slend merman because mm. it looks like a big long slender man. So I thought I would be reading crazy creepy pasta about this. I thought I'd be reading. The fucking ninjan was is crawling in Japanese yeah. houses, slides up the toilet, slides up the toilet, snatching your people up. The hide your kids, hide your wives, because the ninjan's mm. coming. It's the it seems to be the perfect sort of fodder for those sort of stories. Do you ever read any uh, Junji Iro? I don't know what you just said. Uh, Junji Iro is this uh, guy who makes uh, horror comics, mm. uh, and some of his stuff is fucking so creepy. Like that, and there's this I can't remember the name of it, but there's basically. 
they find a creature like this. They find a giant creature. It's the size of a, a city and it just rises. It's a dead fish. It rises out of the ocean. And anyone who's ever died is like uh, is in, in this fish's translucent belly. Oh, so it's like when people die, that's where they go, and they're still alive, but they're sort of rotten inside, and oh. it's like a horrible way to people. So people start freaking out, and they don't want to die. Um, and there's another one about where uh, a guy accidentally drops like a little robot into the ocean, and the fish figure out how it works, and they put robot legs on themselves. Oh, unreal! And they start climbing through the, and there's the smell makes people insane from it. So <laughs> you should literally uh, like it's really good. It's really disturbing. Web comics or. Uh, you can, we can get them online legally. Legally, you seem to be having a bit of a stroke there with your <laughs> eye. Um, yeah, so yeah, I mean that that's that's the kind of thing I was going for. I was hoping for you know, beware the ninjas outside. He puts his hand on your window and he pulls down your blouse. <sighs> I thought you were going to go blinds. <laughs> <laughs> trying to put you to sleep. I don't know. I, I but but that's not the yeah. case. It's a dumb fish. It seems to it's, be. It's a yeah. it's a whale who happens to have flippers. At at best, it's a whale that has longer flippers that look a bit like arms. It is not climbing in your window, wan- snatching our people up. Uh, from Drada. Yeah, climbing yeah, yeah. in our window, climbing, climbing in our window. Sad. Um, you're dead right. If I was in the ocean swimming and there was two shores to my left and right, and the uh, ninjan was on one side. And just like a small human poo was on the right side. <laughs> I yeah. definitely swim towards the Absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. Because yeah. I'd be scared of the poo. That's a fantastic analogy. Yeah. A poo, a jellyfish, a bit of weird crab. Yeah. I would swim towards that's why I I you plaster off someone's finger. <laughs> you know, I was once swimming in Alsa swimming pool. Uh and you know you see like a plaster at the bottom mm. of the pool and it's gross. I once saw a full a sandwich a, like <laughs> a ham and cheese sandwich cut in triangles on a plate at the bottom of the pool. On a plate? On a plate. Someone definitely put that there as a joke. If someone dropped it naturally, it would have sort of floated apart. That's what you'd fell. assume, but there was a full sandwich on a plate. Maybe that's haunted. Up. Like, you know, someone well, choked I did, I did, in the pool. I did try and touch it, and then my granddad died. But that's probably unrelated. Yeah, yeah it's unrelated, yeah. He, cho- uh, <laughs> he choked on a sandwich. He wasn't eating at the <laughs> he time. He wasn't even eating a sandwich. Um, no, come here to me. Uh... I want this thing to be cool. I think it's it could be cool as a kid's thing. Yeah, and it, also it doesn't have much going for it in the in the. So actually, do you know what? It's even, it's going even further down oh in my estimation. No, no it is Tony. fucking bottom and out because this thing. There's two films about the Ninjen. One is not about the Ninjen, and the second one is about the Ninjen, according to Wikipedia. Ninjen just means human, so it's a. And that's what's fuck. That's what's fucking shit. They're like. We saw, you know, remember that thing where he shines in Godzilla when he puts the light up to his face and he's yeah. like, Godzilla, Godzilla, yeah. Godzilla. He's like, Ninjen. It's like, what does that mean? It means human, human. being. <laughs> it's like, what? What? So, I was actually trying he's to. Scared desc- by the one of the nurses has <laughs> been robbing yeah. him. I tried to describe Ninjen. this. I tried to describe this to someone who gets a preview of some things we do. And I just said, oh, we're doing the Ninjen today. And uh, she was like, what's that translate? So I was like, well, human, but let me tell you about it. It's a tall white man. And I was like, oh, the most terrible beast in the world. Yeah, man. Diversity, man. <laughs> what um, was that? <laughs> I don't know. I've had a beer. Um, I want this thing to be cool so bad. Mm. But I don't think that it is. Uh, yeah, I like, end of the day, game of two halves. If I can coin a phrase, it's more like a slender merman. Um, and... It's I would more cool. call it a slender merman. 
Slender Merman. Hi, I'm Slender Merman, your local insurance salesman. <laughs> Who's this new character? Uh, uh, Slender Merman. <laughs> hey, Slender Merman, what is it you sell? Oh, insurance. To George and Northside George. It was Southside George. Fuck, man, my character. What are you it. talking about? I don't know anymore. Okay, I give it a cool of three. I give it a cool of three. Right. I think we're, we're starting to get mad in sync with each other because we keep getting the same scores. We are. It's almost like, I think we said this last week and then I said the weird thing about the periods, so I'm not going to say that again. <laughs> Is it sexy, though, this thing? This thing that... Yeah. <laughs> Sexy. Hey, here's one for you. Is Free Willy sexy? Apart from his name. Name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's. I say that every time I have sex. Hey, it's about the time to free Willy, and then I have to jump over the person. But the thing about Willy is, <clears throat> if I can just bring the tone down loads, the thing about Willy is you can't say. So I was, I was, I was thinking recently. I wanted to write an erotic novel, mm-hmm. and you want to have analogies for penises. Mm. You cannot say Willy because it's not sexy. Why not? I think Willy could be sexy. Allow me to bring the tone a lot down. Sure, go on. Her bosom glistened in the moonlight as John took his turgid Willy out. It throbbed erotically. (laughs) (laughs) His what, Willy? Turgid. Turgid. Yeah. You fucking thesaurus trying to one-up me. I don't know what that word means. It, uh, it just means uh, s- swollen. He had his Termessive. rigid willy yeah. there. He slid his willy out. And okay. similarly, <laughs> But similarly, like, there's, you know, you can't say, you know. She pulled down her underwear, revealing her front bottom. Yeah. People gee. just don't. Gee. No, no. There's loads you can't say. So willy is not one of them. And certainly... I mean, I like how it's smooth. Mm-hmm. That's interesting to me. Uh, uh, whales. Whales. And, and porpoises and sea mammals of that nature to make love to them. That's interesting to me how smooth they apparently are. But apparently if you touch a dolphin, it actually feels like... Rough. Rough. Uh, because they are smaller scales, mm. you know. Uh, it's not rubbery yeah. that you'd expect. So that's quite unsexy to me. I, and I, this ninja, I imagine, will be quite the same and equally unsexy. It's, yeah, there's nothing about it that sort of makes me go, okay, like, is this quality attractive to me? Blubbery. Like, re- retains heat well. Retains heat well. Yeah. I wouldn't mind having a little cuddle with it on land, preferably. Herbie, yeah. Uh, but also, 90 foot tall. tall. Yeah, I think this will be a, a mismatch. That's not a kink for me. I'll, it's a kink for some lads. I'll be a Lego block and she'll be a, an engine, car engine or something like that, you know? Did you ever see any of them videos? The, like the giant lady videos. Oh, which picks up the little kid up, or not little kid? Oh, fuck's sake! Uh, like the little small man who's performing, who's legal age in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched a couple of them with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, like in terms of the, yeah, in terms of the cool and the the, the sex appeal, we have not seen a sexy ninja. Uh, you know. I'm. I just feel. I feel. I feel bad. I feel bad that I suggested this thing. I looked at it and I thought this is going to be a cool, creepy. There's going to be folklore mm. galore out of this thing. And to be honest, it's unsexy. Can't fight. 
not cool. And, but we uh, need those in the Premier Crypt. We all can't be Liverpool or Man City. Some of us has to be Scunthorpe United and Sunderland. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Are they in... I don't know. I don't know. Uh, me and Tony are starting a new football podcast. Are they in the Premier League? <laughs> <laughs> we just say teams. teams. yeah. And then we just have to guess. And then we just we just have to just keep naming football players. Um, <laughs> Peter Schmeichel? Yeah. Uh, Giorgio Moroder? Uh, David Beckham? Very good. Uh, Clinton Valentine? That's a number, Wang. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's a niche reference if you've ever seen the Mitchell Webb look. Do you know what I would notice? I I would I would hazard a guess, Jago, the fact that we keep going significantly off topic that is this, that we uh, don't have much to talk about this ninja that But the thing is we I actually have a lot to talk about because we've uh we were recording and we sort of missed the recording day, so we had to do we had like two weeks before recording. Sure, normally and I re- redid my whole research on it and I could only add like two sentences to each fucking paragraph I had. I just I mean do you know what? Do you know what it is actually? And I need, to, I need to, I need to address my own gonna, expectations. Is this you claiming you're racist again? What are you talking about? Remember last time, or sometime you're like, oh, it's got my own racist inner self coming out. What oh, was this when I was calling elves gay? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, <laughs> we talk some shit on, on this. No, is I that went. That's calling elves gay. No, when I was saying that I didn't, I'm not going to into it again. Yeah. I'm not going into it. No, again. no, no, no. You're dead right not to go into it again. But anyway. I'm just saying that I went into the expectation that this was a kind of cool slender man, mm. slender merman, if you will, slender merman, if you will. If you want to coin a phrase, if you want to coin a phrase, uh, and then when I found out it was kind of just a beluga whale with arms, I was disappointed, mm. and I am projecting that disappointment on this whole thing because you were the one to suggest a kraken's a big fucking squid. Yeah, we went ape shit for it. This is what it is. It's either a different type of beluga whale or an iceberg. It just—I don't know why. It just reminds me of. Like some sort of inflatable dirigible that you just like. I don't. I don't want to mm. look at it. You know what I mean? I just. I don't care if it exists. I don't care if it exists. So obviously, it's not sexy. It's not sexy, and I give it a sex appeal of four. Four. I also give it a four. Very good. Okay, so that add them up and let's see what we get, baby. Okay. Can you add them up while I do the yeah. uh, the? It's already oh. done because they're not big scores. <laughs> big scores. Uh, well, they shouldn't be hard to add up if they were big scores. <laughs> no, they wouldn't be. Here we go. And final scores are fighting six. Oh, evidence six. Oh, cool. Four, three, <laughs> sexy four. Yeah, 19. 19. 19 means that it is joint 30. Oh, shit. Joint 35th. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Along with the troll and Santa's elves, just below El Cuero and just above the Shoujo. Well, like, El Cuero is a big flat, like, piece of leather. And I can, yeah, flat, so. Kind of lobby lad. It's a big um, man. Right, well. That's that. Who wants this fucking I, diamond I in the rough? I want to lose, just because I don't really want it. Well, we're going to see. And you know what? This is a perfect opportunity to introduce our new theme song for our top trumps. As you know, all of this entire Sexy Beast thing has been ge- gearing towards us eventually making playing cards so we can finally pay our fantastic illustrator, Ashing O'Reilly, for her fantastic work. Uh, and we are going to actually be, we have actually been playing top trumps with Team Jago and my team, my team, team. Oh my! What's it? Five gigabytes of cat porn. Yeah, five. G- 
And uh, so, Jago, as the winner of Top Trumps, you get to go again, but not before we hear the new Top Trumps jingle. That was very good. I was getting too into it, and I was like, I wanted to keep going. No, I like to keep them wanting more. Keep them wanting more. Jago, you won. La- you've three fucking weeks in a row. You yes. won this shit. Yes. Um, this week, I have rolled. I drawn from my deck. Shuffle, 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 shuffle. I have drawn. The Leprechaun! Oh my god, okay. Who have you drawn from your deck? I'm not telling you. You just have to pick your thing. And I pick... Fighting. So you've got a fighting of eight. Yeah, fighting of eight. However, you've been up against the Chitori. Oh no! Fighting of nine! No! I thought I had it! Was it... Oh fuck. What was the Chitori cool factor? Uh, the Chitori cool factor would have been seven, and the Leprechaun would have been nine. Fuck! You fucked it. You should have been looking at it. it. You should have been looking at it. I don't have it on my phone. I'll send me the link and I'll sort this out. Cause I will. Next couple of weeks are good. Welcome, the beloved Ninjen, are probably one of our favorite cryptos we've had on the show, the Ninjen. Welcome thanks, to thanks Team be- Tony Success. Is the name of my team. Yeah. Tony Success. And the name of your team is Team Linda's Disappointment. Fuck, that's my mom. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Though. Team Linda's <laughs> Biggest Disappointment. Okay, so from now on, I am Team Linda's Disappointment and you are Team Tony's Success. Tony Success. And the five X's at the end of Success. Six. Well, fucking, and I'm, I am going to fucking kill you now the next couple of weeks this no, is all I need is just to turn no. it around because I've got to I, have, I haven't been playing my fucking big contenders so so guys thanks very much for that and um, what we're going to be doing now is uh, something we like to call Freak in Counters Freak Encounters. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Oh, brilliant indeed. We have this one in. Hey, shut the fuck up for a second. Tony Six, Team Tony Success is speaking. So this week's Freak Encounter comes in from Eric from District Magazine. Thanks very much, Eric, for sending this in. Uh, If you would like to send in your Freak Encounter, please do so. Sexybeastpod at gmail.com or sexybeastpod on the old Instagram. That's how let people choose how to do it. So here we go. And uh, it's going to be a little drop there. My nana and granda live in Dublin city centre. They're both in their 90s now. But when they were first seeing each other, they lived about a five-minute walk away from each other. Two minutes if my granddad took a shortcut down Cuckoo Lane. One night, my granddad stayed a little later than usual, but he kissed my nana goodbye and set off home. It was a dark and cold night and there was no one on the street. He headed to Cuckoo Lane, which is a long alleyway with no turn-offs or houses on it, just a straight stretch. 
He walked briskly and had his head down. When he got halfway down the lane, he looked up and saw a man walking towards him in an overcoat with a hat and the brim pulled down over his face. My granddad's not a religious guy, but isn't into superstition, but said he got a chill up his spine when he saw this guy. As he got closer, my granddad kept his eyes on him, and as they were passing in the middle of the laneway, my granddad tipped his cap. Evening, pal. The man looked at him with yellow eyes and deathly grey skin. My granddad lost his breath and looked straight ahead while the man stared at him. My granddad turned around to see if he was still staring at him, but there was no one there. He had vanished, and there was no way he could have gotten to the end of the long lane. My granddad is convinced he saw the devil that night and has never taken the cuckoo lane shortcut after dark ever since. That's a good one, like that. Very Thank good. Thank you very much, good Eric. Really appreciate that. Good descriptive uh, about it as well. Oh. Great writing. <laughs> Great writing. Great writing, Eric. Thanks very much. And please do send in your freak encounters. Um, and also, do you know what? <laughs> so we don't pick uh, weird slender mermen like the ninja and again. If you've got a cryptid you'd like us to cover, please do let us know. Uh, we, we'll put up some uh, some polls on the Instagram and you can let us know. And also, we'll, we do need to actually post uh, a few more things, especially the uh, photo evidence of the Ninjen. Ninjen I'm yeah. saying that to remind myself when I listen <laughs> back to this. Mark Jago, I love you so much. What Japanese or Antarctic proverb? Well, obviously, there's not a lot of Antarctic proverbs. <laughs> I have a Japanese proverb here. Please. Baku mo ichigyo. Even a fool has a talent. It says that speaks a lot of Are you a Loch Ness monster? Or are you Bigfoot, cryptid, supernatural vampires, banshees, Tony and Jago? Oops, there's a Wendigo. Hey, 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 come on after me. Who the fuck said you could laugh at me, smack with me? With a Bigfoot dick you could slap with me? Blasphemy. You could dare come at me with a Bigfoot dick and a Loch Ness monster, pussy. Wait, baby, sexy beast. This has been a Headstuff Podcast Network, Network production, production, and it's my, and birthday. It's my birthday today. Happy birthday to, to me. me. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.